I can see you're disappointed by the way you look at me and I'm sorry that I'm not the woman you thought I'd be yes I've made it is possible that election night 2018 will feel different from election night 2016 especially two and four women the ascent of Donald Trump to the White House the genital grabbing and body shaming and debate stage stalking candidate has pushed millions of women over the line into activism, and it's nudged thousands of them toward running for office. There are a number of groups that prepare women for the rough and tumble of campaigning American style so they can become mayors and congresswomen, governors and school board members. One such group is Emerge California. Since 2005, it's been a linchpin of the national Emerge organization. California's executive director is Maimuna Syed. For her, the numbers of women in office, from county supervisors to the U.S. Senate, have been too low for too long, and she bailed on a career in medicine to help cure this American political ailment. No, my mistakes are no worse than yours Just because I'm a woman Emerge California's been around for a while, but this year's different from all those years in the past. How so? This year has been magical, in a way. We saw an 87% increase in applications to the program. She was warned. She was given an explanation. Nevertheless, she persisted. Now, Emily's List, which is the original recruiting and fundraising group for pro-choice Democratic women, reports that the number of inquiries from women who are interested in running for office has risen from about 900 in the year 2015-16 to more than 26,000 since November of 2016. Those numbers are phenomenal. Your numbers are phenomenal. What's motivating that? As part of our applications, we ask women what their motivation was to apply to the program this year. And the top three responses that we received from the applicants were the 2016 election, Hillary Clinton, and Donald Trump. And so I think what we're seeing is, as a result of the 2016 election and the misogyny and the sexism that was brought to the surface and was part of our national dialogue, we saw a lot of women finally say, enough is enough, I'm throwing my hat in the ring. For too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dared to speak their truth to the power of those men. But their time is up. Their time is up. What kind of training do you offer women to run for office? Our training includes everything from how to run an effective field program, how to do fundraising, how to hire staff, how to structure your campaign, how to ground yourself in the community before you decide to run for office and as you run for office. Um, And then everything from like public presentation to on-camera presence. We spend a lot of our time really helping our program members identify why they're running and coming up with their message for what they hope to achieve. What offices are these women running for? This year we do have four members who are planning to run as assembly-level candidates, but our focus is on local office. 
So mayors, city council, county board of supervisors, school boards, and then water boards, which since the um, drought that California has just gotten over has actually become um, a very important office. Why is your emphasis local office? I mean, to be very honest, it's very hard to break into California politics if you haven't already run for another office or hold a position of leadership within the Democratic Party or within your labor union or you're not somehow otherwise connected to your community. We ask each program member when they apply to our program to declare an office that they're looking to run for um, because we want to get them in the habit of setting that goal of being in elected office. And upon graduation from our program, uh, we, uh, we expect women to run for office within 18 to 20 months of completing our program. I love those hockey moms. You know, they say the difference between a hockey mom and a pit bull, lipstick. The organization She Should Run gets backing from Democrats and Republicans. Why is your group about Democrats? A lot of the issues that are important to women are issues that are being addressed on the Democratic side. We also don't have gender parity when it comes to elected office in the state of California and even within our Democratic Party. Um, and so that was the sliver of the pie that Emerge wanted to go after and help address. Emerge is a national organization. How is the California organization different? So Emerge America actually now exists in about 22 different states, and we were created before Emerge America was created. And so I think, like, they tried the model here, it worked, and they replicated it nationally and now in other states. The states that they're going into are states in the south and areas that tend to be redder or purple and not necessarily what we would consider traditional blue states. One of our biggest strengths is um, the participation of minority women in our classes. So 55% of all of our graduates from the Emerge program here in the state have been women of color. And we're very committed to amplifying diversity of representation in elected office because we feel um, very strongly that the people that we elect to represent the community should be reflective of the community. When they start their training, what fears or concerns do they express about running for office? I think that a lot of women who go through our program are worried about whether or not they're going to be taken seriously when they do decide to run for office. Um, and I think the other big concern that we're seeing is like how to navigate institutional organizations um, and to gain the support of those institutional organizations and to get endorsements to validate their runs. You mean like unions and businesses and parties and law enforcement? Exactly. Traditional organizations that play in politics. Over the years, people have noted again and again between men and women, there's an ambition gap when it comes to running for office. Are you seeing that changing? I would actually challenge that. I don't know if there's been an ambition gap. Um, I think that what we've been lacking are opportunities for women to step into the political sphere. Even if I was to argue the other side, uh, the side of the enthusiasm gap, uh, that has completely changed. Um, that has been flipped upside down since the 2016 election. Um, I think that this is, a, um, this is a reaction to our national environment and to the 2016 election as a whole. Um, and that includes, like, just the treatment of women during that campaign. 
But what we want to do is to replenish the Social Such a Security nasty Trust woman. Fund by making sure that we have sufficient... I've been reading some of the studies over the last 15 or 20 years about some of the factors that are a deterrent for women. Here are a few of them, that women see the electoral environment as competitive and biased against women candidates. The truth is, through all these years of public service, the service part has always come easier to me than the public part. Women also question their own qualifications more than men do. They, that may make them less confident and more risk-averse. Maybe the top of some people's list is that women still have to take care of the kids in the house more than men do. Can you speak to some of those obstacles that people have observed over the years? Absolutely. And I'd, I'd like to add one more. And I think that is the growing cost of campaigns and what it really means to run as a working woman um, for an elected office. So needing to take time away from work or having to like quit your job um, and still needing to bring in income while you're running your campaign to be able to take care of your finances at home. I think all of those are real legitimate concerns that often dissuade women. Growing up in our culture, women aren't really trained to see themselves as leaders. We get to sit down with these women and say, no, you are qualified to run for this office and you absolutely should run for this office. And how do we create a plan to remove some of those barriers? When Emerge first started out, we were not just a training program for Democratic women candidates. We were also a training program for women who wanted to serve a staff role in um, political campaigns. And what we actually saw is that we were creating an opportunity for women who were more than qualified to run for office to opt out and say that they wanted to support the next woman running for office. Um, I'm a big football fan, and so the analogy that I use for that is if we're all just blocking and tackling for each other, who's actually making it across the finish line to score the touchdown? Um, and, you know, I, I think that that, that really encapsulates this idea that we're so comfortable supporting each other. But when it comes time to, like, for women to declare themselves as the leader and as the candidate, there's this hesitation of, like, maybe I'm not good enough, maybe I'm not qualified enough. Um, and through our program, we've really just changed that entirely. What is your political background that you bring to this? Um, so I actually have no business in politics. Like if I was to flash back about 10 years, um, I was um, taking all of my pre-med courses and getting ready to go to med school. Um, and I interned with Secretary Clinton in New Hampshire back in 2007, just as a, I'm about to graduate from college. I've always wanted to do this. Uh, let me try it. Um, and that one internship changed my life. Um, I then went on to work in labor over the past eight years. And after that, you know, the first 48 hours after that election, I really sat back and I was like, what is happening? Why can we not elect the first woman president? She is significantly more qualified um, than the person the country has decided to elect. And I realized that if we don't have enough women elected at a local level, then you know, if we're not creating opportunities for the next Kamala Harris and the next Elizabeth Warren and the next Hillary Clinton, then we're never going to truly see the progress um, and hopefully one day break that final glass ceiling. 
So I decided to focus in on that mission, to find good women who we can train to run effective campaigns, get them elected to office, help build the bench for tomorrow's leaders. The choice is clear, my friends. And though we may not live to see the glory as the song from the musical Hamilton goes, let us gladly join the fight. Well, Maimuna Syed, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. Pat Morrison asks is produced for the Los Angeles Times by Pat Morrison. It's engineered by Tim French and edited by Annie Chelsea. The audio moments are Senator Mitch McConnell rebuking Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren for persisting, Oprah Winfrey speaking at the Golden Globes on NBC, vice presidential nominee Sarah Palin at the 2008 Republican Convention, Donald Trump interrupting Hillary Clinton at a 2016 presidential debate, and Hillary Clinton speaking at the 2016 Democratic National Convention. The music is Dolly Parton's Just Because I'm a Woman on RCA Victor, and the 1910 English suffragist song The March of the Women, sung here by Workers Folk. It's a women's choir based in Northumberland. I am Pat Morrison. March,